Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, another beautiful day in the neighborhood, although it did snow a little bit last night. It is still snowing at my house, which You're is kidding. crazy for April Are you kidding? in Southern Oregon. You live a mile away from me. It's snowing <laughs> at your house. The sun is out at my house. Are you kidding? I do live a little uphill from you. So, you know, those of us at higher elevations. Yes, right. <laughs> we love Southern Oregon, folks. It's a beautiful place to live and the weather is never dull. The best part about having it snow here is for me, aside from the fact that I just love snow in general, is it makes me focus on the now. Yes, you got to pay attention, especially if you're driving in the snow or if you want to stay inside and be cozy. Focusing on the now is a good thing. Yes. And that ties into our topic today. It does. Which is where are you living? Yes. In the past, the present, or the future. Yeah. Some people choose to live in just one of these. I know an older woman who spends most of her time looking back. Oh, I miss this and I miss that and I wish that person were still here and I really love my house and I don't have my house anymore. She spends so much time living in the past that even though she lives in an active senior community with all kinds of people and things happening, she doesn't get out and do anything. She just stays stuck in the past. And it always makes me sad to hear that. Yes, she's missing out on a really good reality right now. Absolutely. She's physically well enough to get out and see people and stuff. She chooses to stay stuck in the past. And a lot of people tend to do that. I think that happens more frequently as we get older, when there's less time to look ahead to and more of our life behind us. You can choose to be there, and I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of nostalgia. I think it can kind of help us figure out what matters to us when you're looking back on things and feeling positive emotion about them. Of course. But staying there essentially gives up all your power. All your power is in right this minute. Exactly. And making choices for the now and for the future. When you stay in the past, it means that you cling to your well-established routines and find it difficult to accept and embrace change. Like mm -hmm. this woman I was talking with, you stay stuck in your comfort zone. Yes. I used to live in a city that was a beautiful city, but not a whole lot changed there. And the people who lived there, most of the ones I knew came from somewhere else and they were just there for their stepping stone in their career. And then they would wind up staying 20, 30 years and they would refer to it as the velvet rut. Ooh. They got in that comfort zone and it was so cozy and they liked it so much and it just got deeper and deeper and deeper until one day they woke up and went, I don't know how to get out now. Yeah. And your past can do that to you. It just sucks you right in and you just stay comfy. You're afraid to go new places or do new things. And you just associate with the people you've known for ages. You don't get out and meet new people and you never grow or learn new things or expand mm -hmm. at all. You can also live in past mistakes and just go over and over and over in your head thinking about what you could have done differently or how things could have ended differently. And the thing is, you have no control over that. There is nothing you can do about about it right now. Many people do that. They spend their life in regrets and looking back and going, oh, if only I'd married that guy or if only I'd taken that job. You didn't. So learn the lesson and then move on because mm -hmm. staying stuck in the past holds you captive. Like you said, it's the velvet rut. If you're in a moment where it feels like 
you're stuck and you haven't made the right choice and you just don't know where it's going to go from here and you're wishing you'd done things differently. The thing is, the story isn't over yet. You're just in the middle of the story. Things will change if you allow them to and if you start taking steps to. So you don't have to be able to see where things are going for them to go in a positive direction. You just have to be willing to go there. Right. And deal with the fear and discomfort of getting out of your comfort zone to do that. I have noticed that sometimes if somebody is in a relationship where one person passes away, the other person feels almost disloyal mm -hmm. to move ahead and have a great life without their partner. I've talked to people who just choose to stay stuck in the past with the person who's left mm -hmm. because they feel if I go ahead and find joy without this person, I'm being disloyal to them. Of course, the person who has passed would never want their partner to be miserable without them. But people get confused and sometimes are afraid to move ahead because they feel they're dissing the person that has gone. Yes, there's a great TED Talk, a woman who lost her husband at a relatively young age. She talks about how society just wants us to move on. And she said, I'm never just going to move on from him. He was a big part of who I was and his love affected my life. So I will move forward with him him. And she moved on and fell in love and got married. But she said the whole time she brought that love for her first husband with her. Even though he's not here anymore, that doesn't change what they had. She's not advocating carrying a torch. She's just saying, you don't have to leave that person in your past. Of course not. They will always be part of your life story. So just carry that with you. Exactly. But move. But move. Exactly. Don't just stay stuck. Yeah. When you're stuck in the past, it really, really narrows your life and makes it kind of unhappy. It shuts it down. Yeah. It stops you. Yeah, it does. It totally stops you when you're stuck in the past. So there are things you can do to deal with being stuck in the past. The first is to take stock of what you currently have in your life and all the things that are wonderful and you're grateful for. And then acknowledge that there are some mm -hmm. things you cannot change or control. They happened. If you want to relive them, you can do it joyfully and move ahead. Or if you regret them, learn the lesson and let them go. Yeah. And there's something really liberating about that. You'll actually feel lighter after you do that. Find a way to make peace with your past. Learn the lesson. Forgive yourself and the people who wronged you. That's really important. Don't walk around carrying those resentments because all it's going to do is make you sick and it's not going to do anything to the other person. Let those things go. One of my favorite sayings is feel the fear and do it anyway. If you're afraid to let go and get out of the velvet rut, as you said, just take a deep breath and go for it. And remember that the past is a place of reference, not of residence. It's always important to take a deep breath and let go of the things that are causing you pain. Learn the lessons from the important things that you got out of the past and move ahead. Allow yourself to do that. The present is a beautiful place to be. So learning to be here instead of in a time that you've already experienced Absolutely. can be magical. This is kind of a buzzword these days. They're even starting to teach mindfulness in elementary schools hmm. in some places in the country. I think it's definitely a skill learning how to be yes. here now. Yes. And that's really hard to do, especially with everybody on a screen on their phone or on their iPad or on their whatever they're on. It's very difficult to shut those things down and look around and be fully conscious 
of the moment and free from the noise of your inner dialogue and all kinds of things that drive you crazy or the external dialogue of the screen people, (laughs) whatever you're watching. And when you're present, you don't fret about the past or worry about what might happen in the future. You just find the joy and the beauty. I know you and I talk about that a lot. We talk about the feel of the breeze on our face and the sun, and that's incredibly present. That's right now. And it really gets you centered. Yes, I saw a short little video last night, a guy saying, so you say you don't know how to meditate. You're not good at meditating, which is funny because you don't think of meditating as a thing you'll be good or bad at. It's a practice. But he was saying, so you say you're not good at meditating. Well, can you feel the place where your body connects to whatever you're sitting on? Do you see how that feels? Oh, and can you pay attention to what your breath feels like coming in and out of your body? And basically what he's saying is just stop thinking about all that stuff you need to do and all the stuff you didn't do right before. Focus on what you're feeling and seeing and experiencing right here. And that is a way to meditate. Exactly. You're not being distracted by things from the past or worries about the future. You're just feeling the now where your seat hits your seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And that's where you're going to find stillness and peace. Exactly. And that is being in the present When you do that, your sensations are sharper and you notice all the small things and enjoy them. Yeah, you'll find that your mood increases, your energy increases, your emotional distress decreases. You may even find that you're less exhausted physically and mentally at work, at home. You can be happier and more productive just by putting aside all those thoughts that aren't doing anything to serve you. Thoughts about things you cannot control. Right. Things in the past that you cannot change. Just say, okay, that was wonderful or terrible, but what did I learn from it? And how am I going to take it into my present? When you say future, they put the word worry in front of it. And I don't know why you have to worry about the future. It's coming and it will be wonderful too if you want it to be. Do what you can. Right. Make preparations. Start acting the way you want changes to be. If you want to be thinner and healthier tomorrow, well, then you got to start now. Exactly. But worrying about it isn't going to do you any good. It just saps your energy and gives away your power. Me and the word worry. (laughs) You don't go together. So when you choose to live in the present, you're probably going to be happier and healthier. If you practice gratitude, you will find the good and the joy. It's wonderful to live in the present, although (laughs) there is always the flip side, you know, and some people choose to just live in the present and ignore ramifications or consequences of what they might be doing. Yes. I remember back in the 60s (laughs) when I was young, the attitude was live for now. Don't worry about anything else, which on some level is a good plan, live in the present. But along with that went, have a physical relationship with anybody you want. And you don't have to get a job because that's not fun. And you can take all the drugs you want because it makes you feel good right now. That total live in the present to the exclusion of what you might be laying down for your future. Yes. You don't want to end up buying everything you ever wanted and get yourself in debt or overindulge in drugs or alcohol or food or cheat or steal or any of that stuff. If you're living in the present, you do have to have a little awareness of what you're laying down for the future. Yes, you have to keep both things in mind. I want to enjoy today, but I also want to enjoy tomorrow. There's a great quote that is, most unhappiness is caused by giving up what you want most for what you want now. Exactly. And that is so true. 
it's important for people to look at their lives and see when they've done that and how it turned out. If you spend all your money right now, then you may never be able to afford the house you want or retire. It's just important to pay attention. I'm saying important a lot today. I think everything we talk about is important. That should maybe be our new tagline. (laughs) It's important. (laughs) That is true. What you do today builds your tomorrow. So don't stress about tomorrow, but do figure out where you want to go and start working in that direction. You can still enjoy today, but enjoy it in a way that pushes you in the direction you want to go in. Right. Be conscious of where you want to be tomorrow or next week or next year or five years from now and make sure that what you're doing in the present is laying the groundwork for that. Yeah. So you do have to look ahead. It's like reading a map. If you just got in your car and said, I want to go to Cleveland, but you didn't know how to get there. If you just started driving around, you might enjoy the now, but (laughs) who knows where you're going to wind up. So you got to know which direction you're heading in and then enjoy the present. So what happens when we live in the future? There are some pros and some cons. Absolutely. I always remember when I was young, my parents had a lot of friends and there was one couple. They were very financially secure. They made more money than my dad did or my mom did. The wife always wanted a house like my parents had. They lived in a little house with two bedrooms and all that. And they could have afforded something much larger and much better. But her husband kept saying, no, we're just going to wait until I retire, which was 20 years from then. Then we'll be able to buy the fancy house you want and go on all the trips that we want. But if we spend the money now, then we can't do that, which wasn't really quite true because he had plenty of money. By the time he turned 65 and retired, she was getting sick and he had a heart attack. They never got Mm. to live the future life that they had envisioned. And she didn't get to have the current life that she wanted because he kept living in the future. And it was really Mm -hmm. sad to watch. My parents decided, yes, they would spend some money. They would have a nice house. They would go on a couple of trips. They didn't spend all their money. They also put some away and planned for the future. These poor people, I always feel sorry for them because they never got to have the wonderful life that they wanted. That's why it's important to figure out what you value now. Most of us will not be able to afford everything we want. So if it's really important to you to travel and have experiences, well then sure, have a comfortable, safe place to live like your parents did, but then go do the things you want to do. I do remember that they had a lovely home with a beautiful pool and we spent a lot of really great family times there. But if you looked inside the house, they didn't fill it with stuff and there wasn't stuff constantly coming in and out. Like they didn't buy, buy, buy. Because they put that money into the things that mattered to them, which were their family and travel. When you live in the future, make sure that that's not the only place you live because you miss the present. You put off doing things you want to do. You always assume you have plenty of time that things can wait. The reality is we don't know when we'll be done. Make sure that you're not just living in the future at the expense of the present. It's a great muscle to flex because there's nothing wrong with daydreaming about where you're heading because it helps you manifest that. It helps you bring it into your life. However, if you don't know how to pay attention to and appreciate now, when you get to that future you've been dreaming about, you won't recognize it. You'll still be looking ahead. It's like, oh yeah, we're in Europe. This is really pretty. I like it. Okay, now where are we going next? You know? (laughs) And exactly. You haven't mastered the art of being in the now 
And so you really actually miss the joy of your life. You can do that all the way through your life. I know people who do that. It's always about the next thing. Yeah. And it can be a positive or it can be a negative. It's like the what if, oh my goodness, what if that happens? What if the stock market crashes and we lose everything? Well, if it does, we'll deal with it. Let's make some plans and be ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The what if on the negative is a problem if you live in the future of what if negative. How do we get out of that, out of living in the future? Because it's really easy to just be looking ahead, looking ahead, looking ahead. So what you do is you notice if you're worrying mm -hmm. about possible future things that you can't control. We live on the West Coast where there might be an earthquake some year. So we make sure that we have done whatever we can. We have food stashed away and we make sure that our buildings are fairly secure. And then we let that go. You lay the groundwork, do what you can do, be prepared, stop worrying about it. Identify what you can mm -hmm. control, then pay attention to what you're doing now. Focus on the people in your life. Yeah. Life is all about the people and what you enjoy about them and about every day. Look at what's important right now. And I think those worries, if you get really clear about what you're worried about, that will help you figure yes, out what matters absolutely. to you. If you're afraid that you're going to lose your family in some kind of a natural disaster, well, then focus on your family. Right. Exactly. Yes. Spend time with them. Love on yes. them. Make memories with them. If you're afraid you're going to get hurt in an earthquake, appreciate your health. Take care of it. Make yourself strong and take control of your health. Worrying can help you pinpoint what your values are. Right. Exactly. And then live them. Yes. And the ideal is to not live in any one of these three. Don't be stuck in your past, stuck in your present, or stuck in the future to the exclusion of the other two because they all work together. Mm -hmm. The ideal is to learn from your past, enjoy and pay attention to the people and things in your present, and plan for your future. And when you do that, you'll have a happy, successful life. That's beautiful. And the bottom line is, we have the power to do that. Each of us yeah. is in control of what we choose to think and how we choose to focus and how we want to move ahead. Take mm -hmm. that on, take that responsibility and create a perfect, beautiful, wonderful life filled with joy and love. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, wrap us up. So when you live in the past, you relive both the good and bad moments and hope to somehow recapture or change them. You stay stuck and don't learn new things or move forward, and you might continually blame yourself or others for where you are or do some magical thinking about trying to change what happened long ago. That doesn't work. You cannot change what happened. Living in the past prevents you from being present, focusing on current relationships or setting and achieving goals. So when you live in the present, you find the joy in everyday small things and it can contribute to better health and happiness. You focus on relationships and what needs to happen right now instead of obsessing about the past or worrying about the future. When you live only in the future, you don't take care of your present and you ignore possible consequences or lessons from the past. You put off making positive decisions that will move you ahead. If you're always thinking about the future, it can make you anxious and miserable. The ideal is to learn from your past, enjoy and pay attention to your present, and make plans and move ahead towards your future. I have to thank you and dad for Ooh. living this way because it set a really good model Ooh. for my brother and me. And we didn't spend a lot of time. I'm sure you guys were stressed often, but you didn't let on and you always let us know that our present yes. was secure. 
as a kid, I didn't notice. I just noticed that everything felt fine all the time, even though looking back, there were money troubles and such. I never saw it as a kid. And so I didn't learn to worry about those things that weren't out of my control. So thank you for that. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so glad. That was obviously our goal. And I'd like to think that's every parent's goal is to make sure that their children feel that they are safe and secure. And then the parents can deal with whatever. Mm -hmm. But between themselves. And the children feel that they have their home and they have their food and that they are warm and safe and they are loved. Thank you, Shan. I'm glad to know that it worked. (laughs) Yay! It worked! Yes, and thank you and thanks to our listeners for hanging in there with us. Yeah, and please tell us your stories. You know, are these things that you struggle with or have you come to any breakthroughs about living in the present, the future, or the past or any of the other things we talk about? So tell us your stories. We want to hear about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life. We also want to know if there are any topics you would like us to address in future episodes. We're always looking for ones that hit home with you. And if you're feeling like doing so, we'd love for you to review our podcast and you can do so wherever you stream or you can just visit us at your personalpowerpod.com, click contact and talk to us directly. You can also reach out to us on Instagram where you can find us at your personal power pod. And if you want to explore coaching and find out how it can change your life, contact Sandy for your free coaching call at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. Thank you for listening. We couldn't (laughs) do this without you literally. And we look forward to hearing from you. So until next time, find your power and change your life.